Hello and welcome back to another episode of the New Player Podcast, where each week I introduce my friend Jose to a new video game. That's Jose. What's up, what's up? And I'm your host, William Barrios. This week we're going to be talking about Mortal Kombat X with Eli Tucker. How you doing, Eli? I am good, man. How are you? I'm good. I cannot complain. I, uh, I gave Mortal Kombat a little bit of a try earlier in the week and I was like... I know Eli's really, really good at this game, and I'm really, really not, <laughs> so I'm excited absolutely, to talk absolutely. to you about it. Yeah, it's something I can talk about all day, man. I'm glad you picked it up, though. I really yeah. I love that game. I love that game. What uh, what brought you to it? What uh, what made you pick Mortal Kombat for the episode? Um, Honestly, I feel like uh, it was one of those games I grew up with, and um, it was always going to be there. Like, I feel like Mortal Kombat, not only was it at home, you could also go to an arcade, you can go to mm. your local laundromat, you can go to wherever, sometimes pizza polish, to have an arcade and have Mortal Kombat on it. Right. So I was like, well, it might be in my best interest as a gamer to get good at it, right? I heard that that was a big part of the... Um the nineteen the like huge deal about it being too violent and everything. Oh yeah, oh, that yeah. a big deal was that for the first time an arcade <clears throat> game was being brought into kids' homes yeah. and that it, they were like sneaking it past their parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was really gory. Uh, but they they looked at it from a perspective like you know it had never been done before. I mean it broke a lot of molds because of the blood, but also with the graphics too. A lot of people and uh, you know back in the days when it came to like uh, Sega and. A lot of games like that, you know, the graphics weren't the best. But if you take a look at the older Mortal Kombat's, Mortal Kombat's, they're actual people. They're not animated. Mm. Um, what's like animated is their movement, right? They're actual people with faces. Kano was an actual person, you know. These are actual people with features. So that kind of added to the gore and the blood being like, okay, this is kind of a no-no. We can see if it was a game and it actually looked fake, but, mm. you know, you punch a person and the blood comes, ah, and they yeah. make a noise. It's like, ah, it's got a little bit much, you know, and especially in that time, in mm. that time, because it doesn't have been done like that. So. Yeah. Yeah, and Liu Kang, like, sounds kind of silly. Like, he sounds a little... Isn't that a, <laughs> is it a trademark to sound like that? I tell you what, in every fighting game, there's going to be one player that sounds like Liu Kang, right? I promise you, I'm a fighting game fan, whether it's Dead or Alive, uh, any game I can think about you're gonna have somebody go wah right <laughs> yeah it's even like a kung fu like movie trope yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i while we were playing you said something about um like the thing about fighting games is that they don't the core mechanics don't change that much right have right. you been a fan before mortal kombat x have you been like what was the first mortal kombat that you got into oh my first because like i said um mortal kombat came around came out around the time i was born like mm. 1993 shout out to ed boone ed boone is the creator of Mortal Kombat. What really got me, what which number really got me into it was Mortal Kombat 3, mm. the trilogy. And that's the name of it. Trilogy wise, because you had a plethora of characters to pick from, right? This this isn't no basic 12 man roster with an additional like guest character. We're talking about over 20, right? And this is from the gate, no unlocking, no nothing. And it was just something to see that many characters that you can actually play with. It was really diverse at that point in time. Right. And they all did something different. So I was like, um, you know, okay, cool. And then, you know, with it, me being a young, you know, uh, I say like more of a athletic kid and wanted to get into stuff or whatever, that game was more entertaining because of what it did that was mature on audience only, which was show blood and gore. So right. it was easy to be competitive in that game. So it was like, oh, yo, I can beat you up in this. Oh, what? No way. You know what <laughs> man? No, I'm going to crack it. You know, man, we would go back and forth. But who do you pick with? Well, who do you play? Who do you play? So it was just endless conversations. And at the end of the day, the goal was always to be like, oh, okay, I'm better than you in this game. <laughs> and whether it's in the household or at the arcade where you can meet so 
some of your friends uh, at, a, at, a, at a day like Friday or Saturday when y'all get slices of pizza or whatever, it was guaranteed to be there. So it's like, yeah. oh, no, I'm about, you beat me last week, but I got you this week. That's yeah, so that's fun. Cool. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. That kind of reminds me when we're talking about Ash, like the arcade experience yeah. of actually being with your friends. Mm-hmm. This seems like the perfect game for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like some games are criticized, like Madden, I think you mentioned too earlier about... Mm. Uh, like criticized for not shaking up the formula but I think for a fighting game especially mm. if they suddenly changed up like Super Smash Brothers mechanics or something mm. that, would, right. that would not be good right be, yeah. right it makes it what it is like it yeah. really does especially when it with with the with the gaming style and now every, everybody's talking about the skill based you know everybody isn't on different levels when it comes to games but yeah. what makes it all relatable is that we all have the same thing to press it's how we press it mm. right that's yeah. what makes it really cool when it comes to a fighting game especially smash like we all know we only have the certain selected buttons jump the a the you know the whatever their special is to hit up but um, it's how you use it. And it's like, damn, you you, you got your ass whooped. <laughs> I feel like fighting games most often fall into this where it's casual enough that somebody can just pick up and have fun if everybody's doing like a, a couch kind of pass and play. Mm-hmm. But it's also super in-depth that if you want to really study the mechanics and get good, you mm-hmm. can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, we, and we saw that the move list helped out a lot. 100%. Yeah. yeah 100%. In the tutorial. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish more games had that. Yeah. That yeah, was helpful. Definitely. Definitely. I think... Um, there's only been a few games that didn't really have that to where they broke down to like the, the real mechanics on what you could and could not do when it came to fighting games. But I like how you mentioned like um, it's more power to like the casual player who will want to pick up sticks and be like, you know, confident enough to be like, ah, I can get a W, you know, what I have yeah. to worry about somebody like overly overkill, you know, doing too much. Yeah. And that's really where the game really promotes the most too, because not too many people are like nowadays streamers and stuff really put that much time or have that much time to put forth gaming. And when I hop online, I don't really want to get swiped, like mm. sweeped, you know what I'm saying, immediately when I pick up the sticks. But fighting games provide that. You still have that ounce of, oh, I didn't mean to press that, but mm. I got the W. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It could be that all the time. So, yeah, I, I do like that. I do I do enjoy the skill base. Yeah, it's not something like, I don't know, like a League of Legends where unless you know the game kind of inside and out, mm. you can't. You have to know that game kind of frontwards to backwards to exactly. be good. But... Uh, games like Mortal Kombat kind of reward button mashing in a fun way. Oh, which yeah. Is a, it's a great video game aspect <laughs> of video. Button mashing is fun. I mean, yeah. just like kind of accidentally pulling off a crazy move. Like, yeah. that's yeah. that's a good time. Yeah. Um, so a little bit of the context of this game before we get to Jose's first impressions. So this game came out in 2015 for Microsoft Windows, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. The genre is fighting. The format is a 2D fighter. Uh, as opposed to like a 3D or a platform fighter like Smash is. There's 11 mainline games, 24 total, since it first came out in 1992. The developer is NetherRealm Studios. The publisher is Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment. The director, just like Eli said earlier, is Ed Boon. I didn't know he was still... I didn't know he was the original creator. Absolutely. That's amazing. Magnificent guy. You know God. what I'm saying? He's really good. I, they, oh, you know, what I do, do do like about the, since the Xbox, the original Xbox came out, that's when Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance came out. Y'all can fact check me on that because that's the first game I had on the Xbox. All right? <laughs> that's when that game came out. And um, so cool how they gave you, and this is how you know you're a fan. Because you really explore the game for what it has, uh, uh, other than the story mode and the career mode, right? Um, in the content, this is the first time I have seen something like this. It came with two discs. They give you an insider on what, who created Mortal Kombat, and Ed Boon had a time had a, a had his space to speak to his audience on the video game. 
you oh, just wow. had to look for credits and they had the the scene selection of you know things like that of how they created this daily alliance because it was a different it was pivotal daily alliance was a step into disc gaming but more so into like a whole different console right right we're talking about the first xbox the big joint right not no not the cartridge not the you know what i mean nothing mm-hmm. like that so what really made it stand out is because that game gave you uh, more detail into the directory, the producer, and I'm like, wow, like you know, I'm a kid and I'm more interested in that than you know. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. I know what I'm playing now. Right. So they gave me that too. Mortal Kombat gave me that too. So what year would that have been? Early Xbox days. Ooh. You said Ooh. Blood Alliance. I can look. A uh, deadly, deadly, deadly Alliance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that came out in 2002. Okay, yeah. Because um, when we watch or when we played uh, SSX Tricky, they had a really mm. cool behind the scenes like making of the voice acting yeah, and so like cool. making of the game. That more games should do that still. Yeah. Like Hell yeah. it's so it's so. I can't really wrap my head around how a game is made. Except when they do those behind the curtain kind of peeks. Man. Like yeah. they had a really good one for God of War too. Oh, yeah. don't get me started on that. Man. <laughs> I get excited about that. Not only because of the game God of War, but more so because, like I said, the content and how they let you get an insider behind the scenes, from the way they set it up to the voice actors, to the emotions leading up to the CGI, giving the facial expressions of Kratos and his son for the new God of War. But, man, nothing like it. Now I feel like I'm really a part of it, right? You know what I'm saying? But the voice actors really got me for the God of War. That's how I know what you're talking about, yeah. I've seen some, like, behind-the-scenes footage of, like, The Last of Us where it's just, it's these epic, large-scale scenes that I'm very familiar with, but it's just them, like, in a warehouse, sliding down blue cushioning, (laughs) and then they just turn that into this insanely like immersive re- yeah. like realized experience yeah and it's yeah it's what it would be like to be a part of that oh right. it's dope <laughs> hit us up fucking naughty dog <laughs> <You do? laughs> let us know <laughs> uh so some uh, some other games that came out in 2015 at the time mortal kombat came out uh, x came out was uh and by the way uh, Mortal Kombat X is the main game we're going to be focusing on, but we'll also be talking about Mortal Kombat just kind of as a franchise mm. um, in general. So some other games in 2015 were The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, which a lot of people call one of the greatest games of all time, uh, Bloodborne, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain, Batman Arkham Knight, mm. and one of my personal favorites, Rocket League. Mm. So good. And uh, Rocket League, one of those games, kind of like fighting games, that has remained largely unchanged. Yes. And if they ever change it, it'll defeat the purpose of what it is. <laughs> exactly. Uh, some other things going on in 2017 regarding gaming. Uh, Oculus shipped out some of its test kits uh, before it started selling consumer, the virtual reality headsets in 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then PSVR also came out the following year in 2016. So. I want to know start that. to talk about know. VR. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I feel like VR is always something that people say is like two years away. Like we're so close to VR, mm-hmm. we're so close to mm-hmm. VR, and surely we're getting closer. But it's just never like had its day. It's never like fully <laughs> ever become ever, mainstream. Ever. They have now. Now I've actually seen. Um, I seen one in Hollywood. They have stores. They have VR stores. Oh, I've seen that. Like experiences where oh, you can go in so and cool, it's like Star man. Wars or something. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's what it was really made for. You know yeah. what I'm saying? For the entire experience. You know? So yeah, VR. That, cool. that makes sense that that would be kind of where it lives and where it's best is like a Disneyland kind of experience where you go with like, because it's so isolating to mm. VR. So if mm-hmm. you could go with like five friends and all like jack into the same shared space mm. to where it's just like laser tag, Facts. I feel like that's the best way to do VR. That's Facts. so crazy because video games started 
in a like machines where you would literally go with your friends to the arcade exactly and then is this gonna start this way and then just slowly become what video games became the- mm-hmm. i i kind of hope so honestly because i was just thinking about this today with like mortal Kombat. how i hate that split screen gaming is no longer really a thing yeah like who whatever fucking executives idea it was to divert resources away from split screen gaming to make it like uh just online based horrible decision Mm because split screen gaming to me is the point of like Mm -hmm. having a console like passing and playing the controller with a friend that's such a good time and it just mortal Kombat is a good example of a game that has kept it alive Mm -hmm. like you can Mm -hmm. play with your friend but a lot of games you can't anymore Mm -hmm. yeah they're they're given access to unlimited they're given the idea of unlimited versus what was given back in the day so that they can sell i feel like what was more for family oriented and family gathering was sold more back in the day than nowadays where you can play together but by far online Mm -hmm. Um, but i agree with you on that one some games even not even let's just say not even mortal kombat some games racing games uh of course i'm gonna have to go with the 007s right those Mm -hmm. are split screens and I can recall me and my cousins playing that game for the longest time and not having issues about worrying about unless we were cheating, right? We looking at the other squares if we're cheating, but we focus. We focus on our square. But it was good to say, you know, I get it. You know, split screen was it did bring something different to the table when it came together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I hope you're right, Jose. That it goes back to that arcade mm-hmm. style because that's yeah. that I think is like the best part of gaming where it's. It's more of a thing you do with your friends rather than just a thing. And you saying that, Eli, made me think that it probably is such a profits-motivated thing where if I can have Jose over and we can play split screen, Mm. Jose's less likely to buy a system for himself. Mm -hmm. But if he can only play... Call of Duty is a perfect example. I was hanging out with our friend Richard uh, the other week, and I wanted to play split-screen Call of Duty just like I did when I was, like, 13. I was like, oh, I just want that throwback experience. Mm -hmm. You can't do it anymore. You have to do online because then that means you have to go home and buy your own system, and we have to play online. And so it just seems like it's a numbers thing. It is. Yeah. It is. It's so fucked. And then the other big thing that happened in 2014 leading into 2015 was Gamergate. Do you know anything about Gamergate, Jose? No. Do you know anything about Gamergate? I don't. I can't say I do. I don't know. So it was this super like big. It was one of the first big like anti political correctness movements that kind of like came about, and it was all about people who didn't like what they felt was forced diversity or forced feminism in gaming, but it turned into this really toxic death threats like just super anti-women in video games whether it was like developers or just characters or anything like that Mm. and it started on the normal places where toxic bullshit on the internet starts like 4chan and 8chan and reddit (laughs) um the three main target uh yeah i guess targets of all of the hatred was uh zoe quinn brianna Wu, and anita sarkeesian and all three of them had to flee their homes because they were doxxed, like their personal information was put online. Holy shit. They all received rape threats and death threats. Two of them, Zoe Quinn and Brandon Wu, were just video game developers. The other one, Anita uh, Carcesian, she was a feminist media critic. Gamergate in general is hard to nail down exactly what their motives was because mm-hmm. so many different people were, some were just trolling. Some loved to see like the anarchy. Others were actually upset about like, uh, the feminism in gaming, others were upset about PC, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was no unified effort, but it was just generally... So 
that's all to say that Anita Sarkeesian was a journalist and people were upset about unfair journalism, that anything with a female character was automatically going to be praised, they felt. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then they started targeting Zoe Quinn and Brianna Wu, who had nothing to do with journalism. They were just mm-hmm. developers. Gamergates, Gamergators claimed to promote ethics in video games journalism, claimed to be protecting the gamer identity, and opposed what they asserted as political correctness in video games. So this is some of the, uh, Zoe Quinn, um, she wrote a video game called Depression Quest. Uh, she had been depressed and she wrote a text-based game and she got backlash just for making that game, just mm. for a game that you can choose not to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of her quotes was the internet spent the last month spreading my personal information around, sending me threats, hacking anyone suspected of being friends with me, calling my dad and telling him I'm a whore, sending nude photos of me to my colleagues, and basically giving me the burn the witch treatment. So it was just a really bad time in gaming of like people thinking that gaming should be for fucking bros and Mm -hmm. like girls need to stay out. And Mm -hmm. it was just really fucking toxic. (laughs) So that was what was going on in 2015. Yeah. Uh, that's common. That's that's common. I hear it all the time. I'm not gonna lie. No. I'm a gamer, so I I hear it all the time. When I say gamer, I mean the the games that I play that are multiplayer, like of course the Call of Duties or whatever. You don't hear it all the time, but you 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 know it's there. But I hate that 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 all that happened. Like it it shouldn't have got to that. Yeah, getting you know doxed I mean? and shit. And even people who were like saying hey, don't post somebody's personal address on the internet, then they would get doxxed just for saying that. What? And they would get death threats. And it's like, at that point, you just you you just want to see people like get hurt or something. You know, it's just, that's some psychopath shit. It's a dangerous yeah. place, man. Yeah. Super dangerous psychopath. Place. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But, I mean, all that aside, 2015 was also the time the Mortal Kombat X came out. I think in terms of the game we've played so far... Jose, this seemed like one that you kind of caught on to pretty quick. Yeah. Um, before we throw it to a break, what were some of your first impressions of Mortal Kombat? I was honestly surprised uh, how quickly I caught on to it and how much I enjoyed it. Nice. Because <laughs> uh, before, I had played uh, Mortal Kombat a little bit every now and then, and I never really got into it because I was just button mashing. Like, I was just, mm-hmm. like, you know, not really knowing what to do, and then... When you showed me the... Uh, the moves list? The moves list, yeah. And then Eli came in and he like taught me how to do it. I was like, okay, this is good. I, I... Yeah, Eli was a... Uh, so Eli is a personal trainer. And it really shone through in the way that he 100%. was... 100%. <laughs> I was like, yo, you're going to be a fucking teacher, bro. Like, <laughs> he was so efficiently teaching Jose the moves and everything. It was, was funny. It was incredible. <laughs> yeah, and we, we ran through the tutorial, and it seemed like something that we got kind of the best... Uh, that you got the best run through before being thrown in. You weren't yeah. just thrown into the game. One hundred percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Well. Uh, well, I'm excited to hear a little bit specifics, but we're gonna throw it to a break really quick, and we'll be right back. And we're back. All right. So let's dive a little bit into. I guess the story, what there is of the story, I tried watching one of those, like, IGN, everything you know, need to know about Mortal Kombat in 10 minutes. I don't know anything more about Mortal Kombat than when I started. The only thing I feel like I locked down was what the Mortal Kombat tournament is. I'm going to try to explain to you, Jose. Eli, let me know if I'm wrong. I got you. So, uh, fuck. There's, like, different realms, and if you want to invade a different realm, uh, you have to... You have to send your best fighters to go to Mortal Kombat, and you have to win. You have to beat them ten times in a row. And if you beat them ten times in a row, then you can invade the other realm. Mm-hmm. And so the like, 
the gods set it up so that I guess everybody wasn't just invading anybody all the time. So mm-hmm. that's the idea mm-hmm. behind the whole Mortal Kombat tournament. That's why mm-hmm. you're fighting. Yeah, is that right? It's correct. Each each okay. realm has a god. Ironically, though, it's kind of it, 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 it's up it's up in the air when it comes to the realms because you'll be able to tell the more you dive into it because they normally have names of who's the gods and whatever you have got the, the the god of wind fusion and things like that. So like any other show, you have to get into it that way but yeah you hit the nail on the head with that it's just it's 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 a fighting competition um that again like you say you earn you earn status when it comes to the realm that you're in Mm -hmm. and the reason why it's significant because it's called mortal combat not immortal combat so the people that you're typically fighting up against um it's a one and done i think that's why at the end of the game they have finish him in the contest they expect you to kill him not so much just like oh i whooped their ass you know damn but right so it's supposed to be to the level of that type of intensity yeah. but of course when you watch the movies they die they, they die down you know they're like oh, okay well you knocked their ass out we're gonna escort them out you know mm. so that's how it looks but yeah you hit the nail on the head that's exactly what the concept well, is well and I did see that and one thing I think I like about the franchise if I understand it right from that video is that if you die in the story that character stays dead and they've had timeline resets that bring the character back. But otherwise, like they, they're good about killing off characters and Absolutely. really keeping them dead. Absolutely. Cool. It's like uh uh for some game for some game I like to call it the Kenny. If you guys watch Kenny from South Park, <laughs> yeah. he's always dying. Yeah, so it's like that when a lot of cases you can expect that for the most part. Um like depending on it and, and what I like about it is it, because in that situation, it's a part of the character's design when it comes to Mortal Kombat. So you take a character like Jax. Nobody's born with metal arms. But the storyline to how he got the metal arms is where you want to pick up on or figure out how he became to be, right? Yeah. So we understand we have, in that area, we have two situations. But one was in uh, when Ermac, which was somebody who was not from Earthrealm. Uh, made his arms explode mm. right now we have a more we, we go we revamp now we have Jax Jax has metal arms mm. that hit with unbelievable strength and that's how he came to be and that's what I mean by it depends on if it's a part of their storyline um, and it builds their character when you have that type of you know situation with the characters and things like that so the story never did really depict like differs too much of where you can't understand where they are and that's what I like about Mortal Kombat too. Yeah, but before we get into the mechanics, which is the main thing to talk about with Mortal Kombat, Jose did the. We played a little bit of the story mode. How did you feel about the story mode? Uh, it definitely made more sense for the game. Uh, I do think I don't need this. It's one of those games where I don't need the story mode to mm-hmm. to play it and enjoy well played, it. Totally. Well played. Yeah. yeah, we were we were talking a little bit about the movie, and mm. we haven't seen it, but you said you saw it, right? Eli? All of them. It is good, the new one. Oh, the new one, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's entertaining. It's entertaining, especially for it to be a modern version of what we, what we see as Mortal Kombat. You know, mm. so yeah, I I thought it was very entertaining. If you go online, you're gonna have a lot of biased people, and I think the people, just to say this for the record, a lot of people who are biased about the film are trying to bring what we had before into what we have now. Right, the storyline was more so about Luke Kang, which you people know from back in the day. He was the main character of Mortal Kombat, even in the earlier games, to being okay with the fact that he's not really the main character. Mortal Kombat is about every character. It just depends on when they would like to chime in. And like I said before, it's about like a story world, right? In the story world, no different from anime Naruto. Though Naruto is the main character, we have a backstory for each and every character in that show, right? So though he is the main, we can also say we have a favorite. 
Mm-hmm. And Mortal Kombat kind of does the same thing with that. So they can pick up wherever they feel as far as with who care with whom character. Like you said, they more so gravitated towards Johnny Cage and, and X. Nice. Well, who's next? Right? Because we mm-hmm. have it's it's a, it's a competition. So I like that too. So different timelines, different story storyboards, and as long as the game produces, I think that's a, that should be an expectation too. Whether it's a movie or a game, to not know who will be the main character in this. Yeah, I I think who's next is even like the like the back of the box quote. Mm-hmm. For, so that makes sense that that would be kind of baked into the to just to the DNA of the game. Mm-hmm. I also found uh, Wiz Khalifa wrote a song for Mortal Kombat X. Have you heard this? Oh really? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> have I heard the song? I can't say I've heard it. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't even release the song. It was only for one trailer, and then it seems like it kind of disappeared. Yeah. But the last line of that song too is like, "Who's next?" And I guess yeah, that's that's part of the whole vibe. Young Wild the Free. Oh, they, <laughs> you know what's funny? You know what's funny? I like the fact that you said it. they promoted it, and the, the actual trailer said "Who's Next" in yellow, but crisp writing "Who's Next" because nice. you know Scorpion does his thing in the commercial. Mm. But that's right. It said "Who's Next." Nice. That's right. I remember now. I remember now. I love. I would love to know if like was Khalif- I mean, I could see him being a gamer. I could see him playing. But whenever people like artists make uh, content for like video games, I'm always like. Do you care? Like, have you played at all? <laughs> Do you even care? <laughs> right. Not that you need to. I mean, it's a, it's a fine song. It's a good song. Yeah, you Which know what is... they say? It's a cool game. You know what they, they <laughs> oh, say? Oh, I love shit. it. Oh, man, it was cool because they paid me, but... <laughs> Have you seen that interview where Christian Bale is talking about... Uh, oh, maybe it's not Christian Bale. No, no, no. It's Jake Gyllenhaal for Spider-Man Far From Home. And the, an interviewer asked him and Tom Holland, uh, what's your favorite Marvel movie? And Jake Gyllenhaal's like... Oh, I really like uh, the and Tom Holland's like Thor, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah Thor, <laughs> and you can just tell he's never fucking watched never Marvel. Watched. <laughs> this is a paycheck, up. dude. I don't care. One hundred percent. But uh, but yeah. So Thor, yeah. mechanics is definitely the main thing with uh, Mortal Kombat. We talked a bit about button mashing. Mm. Do you feel Jose like you got a little bit of the combos? I mean, Eli gave you a really good like. Uh, Scorpion was the main one that you yeah that you started with. Um, how do you feel about the move set? I really like it. Again, having that list on there, it, like even before Eli came in, I feel like that really, really helped me. And then just Eli coming in, that was like, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm obviously still not like super good at it, but it definitely helped me a lot. Yeah, so, I really enjoyed that. You mentioned that you like something like Mortal Kombat more than something like Smash. Mm-hmm. What what draws you to Mortal Kombat more? I don't know. I I, honestly, I I was trying to think about that earlier. I was like, is it the animation? Is it just in in general, I feel like the whole layout of uh, Smash. I don't really like how they can just like fall off a platform mm-hmm. and then just like jump on top right. of each other and stuff. This one's more like I don't know. Well, mm-hmm. that that makes sense because I was gonna say if we were to take it the opposite direction, where if mm-hmm. I were to say because I like Smash better, mm-hmm. but if I were to say what I like about Smash better, it would be to me it feels more I guess open. I don't feel as restricted mm-hmm. to the like. 2d plane uh kind of one-on-one but it sounds like the exact opposite for you you want it to be who's my opponent like right in front of me yeah okay so yeah i think that's also another big thing for me being so small on the screen true and not really like even though yeah i have control my character and not really able to follow the character all the way that's a big thing we're just like yeah i'm I'm losing interest i I can see that Mm -hmm. yeah uh i know that for the 
some of the cutscenes for the story mode, you were saying the animation felt a little dated. Mm -hmm. Once you were actually in the game, how did the... Because I know we've talked about graphics being kind of a barrier. Yeah. How did the graphics feel once you were actually in the game? I mean, even even with the cutscenes, I didn't really mind it. I just, like, that's something I definitely noticed. It's like, okay, I can definitely tell this game's, like, a little bit older. Mm -hmm. A little older, yeah. Uh, yeah. But once you play, I think it looks better. It definitely looks better, and yeah. I really, like, really like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I feel like the animation is such a big part of a game like this. Mm -hmm. And they, they took out the X-ray kills for 11, right? The X-ray kills are still there okay. for 11. Um, slightly different, but they're still there. Because that seems like one of the best parts. I, I feel do, like, is I, it more combat without those things? Yeah. Like, without the X-ray kills? The super gory. And, right. And yeah, I'm glad you say that. Because if you like it, you should try to play more combat without them. Ooh. Right. Now you can see why. I, I And I think that's a good point to point out, too. To bring out, too, is that a lot of people who were fans of Mortal Kombat beforehand, we didn't have specials. Right. What we did have was those special move sets that we could do a fireball here and there, a teleportation or spirit that make you come over here like Scorpion. Mm -hmm. um, but beyond that, it was it was brawling. It was just you know uppercuts, you know kicks and just hands. But um, when the X rays came into play, yeah, no, that was a different ball game. I can't say too many fighting games. Uh, well, not too many. Besides, what's my what's my what's my Ultra Instinct? Shout out to Ultra Instinct. They had an Ultra Combo, bro. What? And it wasn't even just the combo. It was the guy who said Ultra Combo. Mm. Ultra Combo. You know you did something. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> you just you wasn't just pressing buttons. You kicking ass. Right, right, right. So I think the same thing about Mortal Kombat. Um, when you when they added the X-ray, what the fuck, right? And 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 for it to be so simple, anybody can do it. Uh, that's another one of those casual even though I just picked up the sticks I have an opportunity to kick your ass mm -hmm. I have an x-ray you know he slapped me enough I got an x-ray that I can pull out my wallet so yeah you know where I know these x-rays from hmm. I, in, on Facebook they used to make these like videos of uh, like wrestlers like Shawn Michaels doing like a sweet chin music <laughs> and then they'd cut to one yeah. of these kicks like, <laughs> I was like <laughs> some real shit you know some real shit well and you mentioned a wrestler uh, that wanted to play Johnny Cage in a movie oh right? yeah. yeah yeah. Mortal yeah. Kombat seems perfect like crossover <laughs> for wrestling mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay so I have a question for you Eli about babalities can okay. you do babalities in Mortal Kombat X you cannot. And in fact, no, I'm sorry. In uh, that's in Mortal Kombat 11. Okay. I have to check on Mortal Kombat X. It feels like you can do, and and I might be incorrect, but I know you can do something along the lines of a unique fatality. But is it a babyality? I won't say you can. The last time I seen a babyality was really on like a trilogy, okay. and that's because that's the one that I actually went for. It was it was unique. Um, I think on the older ones. Um, Okay, let me take it back. You have babyality, you have animality, you have friendship, you have uh, <laughs> the the new one is mercy. That's the new one. So if I beat you with in the confines of of giving you mercy after a fight, let's say I beat you two zip. So mm -hmm. I beat you two rounds, you have none. I can give you mercy and give you that much life back to try to get me back. Oh, so that's now they cool. right in MK they have mercy, so you can actually give somebody mercy mm -hmm. to kind of fight again. So that's I thought that was cool. cool. So they brought some news to the table. Uh, for Jose, this I'm gonna show him a babality. Oh yeah, I was about to ask what it was. Liu Kang wins. Babality. <laughs> what? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. What the hold, yeah. On, hold on, hold on. Hold For on. anyone who doesn't know, it turns you into a baby. It turns you into a baby. I didn't get the gist of it. When it happened to Why? me, I couldn't believe it. Because back in the day, the game used to go, dum-dum-dum. 
So it would say finish him. And if they pulled off a, a fatality, it'd go dum dum dum. So when you would hear that, you automatically think, oh, blood or my skeleton's about to come out. <laughs> Just to see yourself turn into a little bitty baby. And then bubble letters pop up, babyality. You know what I'm saying? It was one of those gags. Like, oh, uh, I guess wow. you didn't kill me. But man, it gets crazy though. They go from there, like I said, animality. That's when your character has a, a animal counterpart where they can turn into. And then they have um, brutality. Have you ever seen brutality? I was wondering what the difference between a fatality and a brutality is. Okay, so a fatality is more so of a fatal blow or a fatal move that can that immediately kills you. Right? It's stylistic. It's fatal. Right? But I'm gonna put some swag to it. But with the brutality, I'm brutally, I'm I'm beating you to death. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly what it is. In most cases, brutality, to do brutality, you have to already be in a combo. So let's just say I'm fighting with Johnny Cage and uh, I'm pulling off a six hit combo. Well, if I get the six hit combo off and I manage to get let's say a seventh or an eighth off while I'm doing it, well. Without me pressing anything, Johnny Cage is going to probably beat you to death. It's called a brutality. And you'll see it on screen. He's still moving and you're not pressing nothing. You just press the right buttons in the sequence and now he's doing that. And the brutality back in the day, gotcha. they used to beat you until you blew up. So it was so dramatic. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It cool. I, I really respect Mortal Kombat's, uh, like with the babality, you're asking why. Mm. I like how they're, they're down to do like silly, like just mm. fun stuff. Like, mm-hmm. Do you know the whole like toasty? Toasty. Whole oh, 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 oh man! When I say that dude got famous off that, I had a fa- I had a funny fact about that, but it's gonna come to me now that we talking about. Uh, we got that. We got whoopsie. He'll do that if you sweep. So if you sweep your opponent in the midst of making more of a counter hit. A dude comes out the middle in the corner of the screen on the old board comes. He goes whoopsie, and like, like you fail or whatever. This is funny. Uh, Striker, Striker, that's his name. Striker. I'm gonna pull up a, a video of. Uh, Tosti to give Jose an idea. There's not much more to it than that. <laughs> he heard him. <laughs> so you see the red dude? Yeah. That's Ed Boone. Let me check in the That picture. would come out in, like, in, the, in the game? Mm-hmm. Literally that guy's face. Tosti. They Wait, have another that, one where he's Ed saying, whoopsie. It looks like it. There's one where Ed Boone comes out. Damn, I didn't know that. Whoopsie. Um, yeah, man. Some games just let you know you're really kicking ass, and that game does. If you get them to give you some type of narrative on uh, after you do a move, mm. you, you're really kicking ass. They might say excellent, <laughs> or they might say, uh, 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 what's another one? Um, I know for sure excellent used to get me every time. You would <laughs> knock them into the air, excellent. And it's just like, oh, you, you, you kicking ass. Kicking I, ass. I, I really respect a game that's like, like dark and gory and like serious, but is not afraid to like be fucking goofy. And I like agree. A little stupid. I, I like that a lot. Yeah. I agree. Uh, yeah. Well, any uh, any last minute thoughts about kind of the the mechanics of the story and her thing from you before we throw it to a break? What I really want to bring into light too, and I wanted you to experience it too, is. Um, when it comes to fighting games, a lot of times they try to, well, Mortal Kombat to be for sure. The, what I meant by the mechanics and the moves don't change is because back in the day, if Scorpion threw a, I'm not Scorpion, Sub-Zero threw an ice ball, it's 2023. Mm-hmm. He's still going to throw an ice ball. There's no way around it. There's no way around the fact that they're not going to, they might change up how it looks, but it's still there. That's why the mechanics stay the same. But what I do like that they brought into the picture because it's such a gory game, they brought into, they made, they brought Holly Halloween to fighting. So you, you have your, and this is X. We're talking about Mortal Kombat X. So, so, you know, if you look at the roster, though, they're not highlighted on the thing. You have Jason Voorhees. You have, um, oh, yeah. 
Leatherface, right? You have Alien and Predator. Yeah. These are movies that had the right, the dark tint, the dark view, but mainly, like I said, they brought Halloween to gaming. Before that, they had the Mortal Kombat where they had Freddy Krueger. Yeah, right. He was is an additional Rambo character. One of them. Rambo is now in there. They have RoboCop, and I like how they're bringing in like characters for the audience to play, but more so giving them moves that look like they will do it. Oh, wow. You don't just throw a player in there and just like, oh well, you know, oh nice. We have Jason. Mm-hmm. He's doing everything everybody else is doing. Yeah. No, Jason plays, acts, moves like Jason. He oh, doesn't so run cool. right. Yeah. He's slow. He has the big blade. He teleports with the ch ch he does that. And Mortal yeah. Kombat really successfully did that unlike any fighting game that I actually experienced. So that was pretty cool on MKX. So yeah. Yeah, I feel like ninety fucking percent of a game like Mortal Kombat is character design. And they oh, nail character design. Fucking right. Yeah. Though. Okay, every time. And something like Injustice too, didn't they have like I think they had one of the turtles in there, one of the teenage Ninja, Ninja Turtles? turtles in absolutely. There? It was yeah. Injustice too. If you like Ninja Turtles, um, to pick one, you pick them all. But it depends on how you play with them. But again, uh Nether Realm. Like I said, mm-hmm. they hit the nail on the head with that. When it's just custom, character customization, you feel like you are the character. And for me, Injustice, for example, Bane. Like, right? When you think of Bane, you think from Batman. Mm-hmm. You think of a bad motherfucker, right? You think yeah. of somebody who's going to grab you, crack your back, throw you to the wayside, right? And in Injustice, they actually brought that to the game. He only wrestles. Yeah. He might jab, he might kick, but he's grabbing you. Yeah. Big guy. So, yeah, they really, NetherRealm and those studios' production, it's, it, their character analysis is big, bro. They're going to br- definitely bring the character to the game. So, yeah, I agree. Beautiful. All right, we're, we're going to throw to a break, and then uh, when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about the game's reception. And uh, I got a new game for mm-hmm. Eli and Jose to play. So, we'll be right back on the New Player Podcast. And we're back. All right, so let's talk a little bit about how this game was received. Uh, mostly positive, uh, 83 out of 100 on Metacritic. IGN gave it an 8.4 out of 10. Polygon gave it gave it a 9 out of 10. Uh, this is a notable review from Michael McWhorter, I think is how you say his last name, from Polygon. He said, Mortal Kombat X is friendly both to casual players who want to experience its rich suite of single-player content and knock around with some friends, but deep enough for competitive players who want to plumb its roster and variations. It's a robust, feature-rich competitive fighting game that hones what's worked for NetherRealm Studios in past games, and even shows hints of restraint and maturity amidst the gory hyperviolence. I, we just played uh, a scene where you rip a guy's esophagus out and shove it down his throat, so I don't really know what they mean by restraint <laughs> and maturity. <laughs> Paired with an ambitious online metagame, Mortal Kombat X is one of the best fighting game in the series. I don't know what he means also by ambitious online metagame. Have you messed around with the, the online a good bit? When it came to like playing multiplayer like online, oh, yeah. absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> it is a bitch online. Let's be honest about that. It's shit. humbling. <laughs> oh, it's very humbling. Like you know what I'm saying. Especially if like I would like for you to get good at the game. Play with me enough, but I'll get you there. But play with me enough to get good at the <laughs> for game. Sure, for sure. And the moment you hop online, they don't give a shit. They don't give a damn what your. They look at your record. You know what I'm saying because you get to pick who you would like to fight on Mortal Kombat Online. But when it comes to them caring, nah. Like you, your your record be could be zero and zero, you you could be put up against somebody if not close to that or maybe got more losses than they have wins. But no, ain't no taking it easy. You know whatever combo I just like remembered, I'm gonna put it on your ass right quick. You know, <laughs> so yeah, uh, I would say on my online record, 
it's gonna sound funny, but I like my record. My record, I have way more losses than I have wins. And I've had people actually like chat me, send me a chat, like, yo, you're better than your record. Like, why is your record ass? Well, I made the mistake of just hopping online. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not a practicer. My practice is getting my ass whooped, right? Mm -hmm. It's good practice. Because that's some back, you know, that's that's how we started. So my record looks crazy. I'm probably like a thousand wins behind what I'm actually worth. So when I do finally fight people online, they're like, yo, like, you know, you beat me twice. Like, you know what I'm saying? Why is your record trash? It's like, well, I didn't take no chances. I didn't do the practice. Like you say, the story mode. I can play the game without story mode. Yeah. I just need to figure out the mechanics. And boom, we there from there. So, yeah, yeah. online, yeah, they're going to humble you. They're going to humble you. Like any other game, they humble you quick, man. Like, jeez, yeah, I, I thought I was good. I only tried Smash online a couple times. And I was like, <sighs> yeah, I'm, I'm better thinking that I'm good at this oh game. Oh, my God. Smash online is crazy. Yeah. That's the first time I've ever heard of... Uh, uh, correct me uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but what do you call it when somebody hangs on the edge? They kick your ass from hanging on the edge. What's edge guarding. Edge guarding. Edge guarding is like, I feel like when, when you master edge guarding, you're, you're near like as good as you're going to get. Yeah, I you're never tearing got good up like yeah. fast. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what makes people rage quit. And that's, that's the funniest shit. Shout out to anybody watching this. Go on YouTube and watch Smash Bros. Rage Quits. There's nothing funnier to see people rage in such a simplistic game. But because they dedicate so much time to it, they're not playing with your ass about it. We're talking broken controllers. We're talking shit, talking, cussing out loud. Like It's so amusing to watch, but you can feel the passion in the video. It's like, such, you know? a, such a cartoony game, too, with <laughs> fucking Mario and Kirby. And people are smacking controllers fucking, in half. Uh, they do relax. <laughs> uh, Donkey Kong, what's his name? Oh, Diddy Kong? Diddy, oh, it's just... <laughs> Diddy Kong Fuck, is great. Yeah, Diddy Kong is really good in that game. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so for Mortal Kombat, some of the praise was that it was more than just another iteration in the series. Uh, Brian Shea of Game Informer said, more than just a continuation of NetherRealm's successful vision for the franchise, it's one of the best fighting games in years. Uh, so not only pushing the, the franchise forward, but the entire type of game that it was forward. The story was also generally well liked, but some people had different views on it. It depends how seriously you want to take like a kind of a cheesy story. Um, so this was a negative view on the story. Vince Ingenito of IGN said, The inconsistency that sticks out the most for me, though, is the content of MKX's so-so story mode and how completely at odds it is with the dark and gruesome aesthetic Mortal Kombat has built over the years. The spotty writing and voice acting are largely to blame. But the real issue is that it's weaving a tale of family and young adults coming of age in a world about death and brutality. I get it. Like, um, it's a it's a goofy story about a world that's supposed to be violent. But also, I guess I just don't take it that seriously. Like, a game where you're ripping somebody's spine in half. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not looking for a super deep story in yeah, that. I completely agreed. I mean, it wouldn't have sold the way it did if they didn't at least make it marketable. Let's yeah. be honest. I mean, if we want something gruesome and dark... I have I play PC, so I have um, you, you play scary games on PC. Mm -hmm. They're not marketed the way you can market Mortal Kombat. Mm -hmm. Let's be honest. I mean, you can put on them. Oh, this is the scariest game you ever played, or whatever the case may be. Oh, so gruesome. Only adults play it, or whatever the case may be. But let's be honest. We have GTA on the market. <laughs> All right, we, we're not gonna. We, I, and for me, I don't think Mortal Kombat tops that when it comes to that type of um, content. I mean, blood is natural, right? 
So it's an ass whooping. But as far as what you can do <laughs> to a dead body, all right, that's a little bit much. But again, GTA still exists, so it, we're fair. That's we're true. Even. That's true. Yeah, and and some people have more positive views on it. Like uh, Lucas Sullivan of Games Radar, he said, for all its cheesy, over the top moments, this epic chronology hopping saga is ceaselessly entertaining. Every cast member comes to life through great voice acting mm. and a surprisingly enjoyable script that hits all the right humor and intri- intrigue beats. Yeah, I I thought the voice acting from what I heard was pretty good. Mm. I think. Uh, it's easy to criticize a game's voice actors or a game like this, their voice actors, because they can be given maybe a little stiff dialogue or the scenes are blocked in a way you're, where you're just getting to the fight. Everything is just building to a fight. But I don't think really voice actors would be to blame in those scenarios. It's more just mm-hmm. it may be a little awkward scenario where you're just screaming at somebody in a helicopter, but <laughs> you, you, right. you work with what you're given. Right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> uh, some other praise were the Living Towers, which you said you messed around a little bit with, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's a good way to challenge yourself in Mortal Kombat. It's a good way, like besides just doing what we what we were considering like fighting games arcade. Arcade is just when you really just fight to either get points or test your might like they would say in Mortal Kombat just to see where your skill is because in the towers they allow you to pick what's your skill level what do you think you are mm-hmm. right so the first thing we always go to is normal I'm, e- I'm I'm medium right at best average when you get into the the old, old way I, th- I think I'm in the concept of this game I'm getting good let's go ahead and go to hard well now that's going to prepare you for your online competition and that's going to pre- prepare you for different obstacles that come they got towers to where you can it's a time tower how can how fast can you pull what we're asking you to do in this amount of time? Or just you're blocking up to par. They have one where it's called survival. How well do you think you are? What does that mean? Where you're gonna take the life that you had from your previous fight to your next fight. We're only gonna give you that much more to keep you going. Oh, so wow. how well are you? How good That's are crazy, you? Yeah. So it's like, you know, the towers really do bring like challenges to the gaming, which I think gaming will always need. If it's not challenging, I like some games to where you can get, you know, rewards, camos or whatever. Yeah, challenging yourself is definitely where it's at before you hop online. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, some of the modifiers that they have. So basically, Jose, these are like different scenarios that they put you in. Mm -hmm. um, And they have modifiers on your fight. Um, Some examples are the 100 plus modifiers include things like bombs falling from the sky, lightning, Mm -hmm. acid rain, demonic hands that would claw from the ground to trap the characters, as well as shifting perspectives, changing gravity, Mm. the screen blacking out, (laughs) and Mm -hmm. slower character speed that increases only when you land combos. Mm -hmm. Uh, Such a cool idea, just to fuck with you like that as you're playing. Yeah, Yeah. definitely increasing your skill. (laughs) And then some other praise was that it was refined, but largely unchanged mechanics, exactly like Eli was saying. Like, you just improve it, but you don't wildly change it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also they introduced character variations where each character has three different um, versions of themselves. Right, right, right. Which really took an edge to gaming. I mean, if I could kind of, uh, as I think back, I can't recall the game that I've actually played that they gave you an option on what you would like to play. Now, I mean, how would you like to fight? In some cases, they may let you pick your weapon, right? A weapon of choice, but how you would like to fight and to where your moveset is slightly different. That 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 really changed and came out of nowhere to compile on what was already a good game. Right. So not only can I do the X-ray, not only can I beat you when it comes to just hands and combat, I can finish you. I have special moves. But on top of all that, I can pick from three different fighting styles. So let's just say think of it like this. I'm at home and I'm playing against you, Jose, and you're getting Scorpion. You're good at Scorpion. Um, But just because I know you're getting Scorpion, I don't know which Scorpion you're picking. Right. And I don't know how well you know that scorpion. Like I said before, when you have the same 
say we have the same character, we have the same variant, we still don't play the same. Is that what those uh, circles op- are? Three options mm-hmm. are? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So okay. that's why I said, well, try the one on the right. Yeah. Because yeah. the one in the middle may have swords, but oh, we're not going for wow. distance. Okay. The one on the right is more so where they're closer to you, you can do more damage. Oh, damn. You would want to pretty much know how to pick your player and yeah. know them thoroughly. And that's a good way to look at it too, right? How well do you know your player? Because you can say, oh, I know this variant so good, but Scorpion has three. And no other game that I've seen has done that. No fighting game. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, now you see what they're for. <laughs> yeah. The, the different variants give you different move sets and um, it sets you up. But it also gives you an edge on competitors on just knowing the player itself. So if you're Scorpion and I'm a Sub-Zero mm-hmm. and I pick Cryomancer to where I'm basically more of a fighter, you will probably do well picking a Scorpion who's more based on range. Right, because I oh, need to so get up close. On your opponent. All right, uh, so now you see how well do you know your player? Yeah. Oh, I'm going against a Sub Zero. Yeah. I know right now he's going to throw throw ice balls. Mm-hmm. He's going to try to freeze me. Let me keep him at a distance. I'm going to throw fireballs and I'm going to bring out a knife to keep him over there. So now it's just like, oh, okay, well, and then you got some players who don't look at it like that mm-hmm. and go, what? How did I lose? Well, right, yeah. is it how well do you know your player? Wow. You know? So yeah. Man. Damn, that's mm-hmm. really interesting. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned uh, chess right when you came over. It's just Hell like chess. Yeah. How old do you know your opponent? <laughs> Jesus, chess is just chess is everywhere. Lord, <laughs> chess is everywhere. And if you don't play chess, you guys go ahead and start playing chess. It's so true. I look at chess now like I look at Mortal Kombat. Trust me, it's it's more yeah. of those because it's like it's it's really endless on how you can either win or you can take an L, but. You do learn. They should combine chess with Mortal Kombat where you like, you take a pawn and then you like rip the character's spine out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so some of the criticisms of Mortal Kombat, um, loot boxes. Loot boxes are a big, uh, big no-no in games nowadays, but around 2015, that conversation was just starting. Um, do you know anything about loot boxes? It sounds familiar. So basically, loot boxes are you only get the full loot experience. Boxes, yes. Oh, yeah. I know exactly what they are. Yes. Okay. V bucks. <laughs> Pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically that you don't get the full so. potential, the full experience of a game unless you put in real world money. Okay. And that's fine if you're like an adult who's making that decision for yourself. Mm-hmm. But for games that are marketed towards kids, kids yeah. it, it basically becomes gambling. The only reason why I know V-Bucks is because my nephew, that's all he has for his oh, birthday. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks. Mine too. My, my yeah. I, bet, I bet his character looks fire. Though. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? I think, I think it's a good thing that they offer that though because you gotta... Look, if you look at it from a standpoint, if you are a producer, not so much of a consumer, you will also want to tap into everybody. Like you say, those casuals who do want to play. Well, listen, if I got a nine to five and another three to four, I don't have time to beat you the way you have time to beat me. So if you look at it from like, like you say, what do you call them? Loot, loot boxes. Uh, loot boxes. Though they offer that, you got to look at the pros and the cons from it. It's kind of even because if you spend your time kicking ass mm-hmm. and you get good. Oh, well, you, you're kicking ass and you're earning points and then you go get the loot. Well, you deserve it. Mm-hmm. But if I work hard, but then I come home and I want to play the game, but I got to battle somebody who's whooping ass like you to get to where you at, I'm going to pay that 200 <laughs> and uh, catch up to you real quick because I'm good, but I know I'm going to have to compete against you on the regular. Like, I mean, again, the casuals have an option to do so because they're going to eventually say, oh, you know, let's be real. Fuck this mm-hmm. game. Right. Well, you know, this game is fun, but I can't beat the competition. Well, you can for ten ninety nine right now. You can get two more extra characters and the skins and probably another fatality. What you want to do? I'm fucking right. right, right. I work 80 hours a week. Let's let's do that. Now you're 
immediately four stats up just from one purchase. I mean, you could do that. So, but compared to somebody, like I said, who is earning their points, let's be real. That's the gamer who's going to stand out anyway. They're going to, they're going to beat you regardless, but it makes it, like I said, I mean, it's pros and cons, but everybody doesn't have that. Like in Call of Duty, the same thing. I'm a good player, but I'm not buying any skins. No, I'm not buying the yeah. best of skins. I'm being playing with default players. I'm just shooting the shit at you. Mm-hmm. Why is because I will rather be better at the game and earn it and earn those, those medals, those prestige masters or whatever, versus being able to be like, well, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and buy these, like you say, V bucks or whatever, and have a souped up nice character. And I'm enjoying my playtime regardless. I just did it differently. I feel like for a game like Fortnite, that might be like okay, but for a game like this, I think that to me, I think that'd be like cheating to buy it. To buy it because yeah, you might not have the time, but at the same time, if you don't have the time, that means that you haven't developed the skill enough to play it. True, but but this is what I'm saying. Which player are you? Like, are you the player to actually build the skill up to be and earn those Isn't points? Isn't that the point of playing the video game, though? To build that right. skill up? So are you a player or, an, or a casual consumer? Interesting. Right. I feel like the crucial difference is if the game is giving you an option to pay money to bypass the grind, mm. I feel like they should make they should make sure that the grind is not like pretty much incur- like forcing you to just pay the money. Because mm-hmm. I know that Star Wars Battlefront 2 was the most talked about example of this where... They, they made a big point in all of their marketing to be like, you can play as Darth Vader. Everybody wants to play as Darth Vader in a Star Wars game, of course. But then they found out you would have to play like, uh, I don't know the exact number, I'm just going to use this as an example. But like you had to play 600 hours of the game mm-hmm. to unlock Darth Vader or just pay $15. And so people who had already shelled out 60 bucks for the game, mm-hmm. they were like, I already spent a huge amount of the money that I earned on this game. To play as one of the main characters in Star Wars. I don't want to have to spend tons of money on loot boxes. Oh, and and that was the other thing. It's not that you pay 15 bucks to unlock Darth Vader. It's that you pay money to unlock loot boxes that may or may not have Darth Vader. Now, this is where where I want to touch bases on this when I say that that's what I will call... um, You said a term to use it, but I mean... Gambling. Gambling, but I will call that... I mean, kind of like... Greedy. Yeah. I mean, in yeah, a sense, totally. that's not fucking fair. And yeah. the reason why I say that is because let's take it back to MKX, right? In MKX, they said that you can you can buy the the tombstones that gave you the moves, extra moves. Well, the tombstones that they speak of, they're not different moves. They're not new moves. They're the same moves condensed to only use two buttons to pull them off. Okay, that's all that is. So you can pay to do it. Or you can work your ass off and earn it, and you can still do it regardless. It doesn't matter. You're still going to get the same outcome. Who's going to do what? With that one, I kind of feel like they like you know they after the cash with that, and yeah. and then that's where you lose me, right? Because it's not fun anymore. Yeah. So if I can, if you work your ass off to say, hey, look, I, I I can fight well enough to at the end of to earn this two button finisher. So I'm saying, well, I pay for the two button finisher. I guarantee you, you'll still beat the person who paid for the yeah, two button finisher. That's you true. know, you just yeah. paid for it, buddy. I earned it, so I'm gonna kick your ass and then yeah, use yeah, it, yeah. and That's then true. you gotta. Yeah. So there, there's when you equal, but when you when you do it that way, 
Nah, man. I feel like you're just you're just buying into the hype. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's not really like you yeah. know you're not getting nothing out of your money. If you really do just get the skills for yourself, then yeah. you're you're gonna win regardless. And yeah. it happens over no time, guys. Like for real, for real. Like if you're really serious about getting good at anything, you put your mind to it, bro. You're gonna do it. And for me, like I said to Jose, uh, juggling things like that were more amusing to me than just doing like one two hits here and there. So once I got the concept, it was, it was a wrap. Yeah. It was a wrap. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the biggest thing they need to keep an eye on is just how much that that's uh, promoted to kids. Um, mm-hmm. And it, but I feel like it's an even bigger problem on something like the App Store, where there's just no fucking oversight. The kids mm-hmm. are spending money left and right. Facts. Yes. But uh, but yeah, no, that, that's good to hear that it's not. Uh, it doesn't feel out of balance in something like Mortal Kombat to somebody mm-hmm. who's a fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also found this Reddit review. They said shit story, undeveloped characters, boring combat, boring music, and mise en scène. I've never heard of people talk about mise-en-scene <laughs> for video games, but this guy had a problem with it. Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> Beautiful this is This is the guy whose favorite game nobody plays. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, everybody's a critic. But, you know, what's your favorite game? Oh, 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 oh you know, I fucking like Golf 3. What? You know what I'm saying? Bro, that shit is in dentist's office. Like, that shit is not even a real fucking game. Don't play with us. Shout right out, now. Access Tricky. <laughs> don't play with us. Like, you know, so don't, don't you know, so yeah. Dentist's office where dreams come true for Facts. video games. <laughs> Uh, this Steam review said, I hear so many people say it's so easy to play MKX, so I try to play, but I get my ass whooped by some seven-year-old who says he plowed my mom two days ago. <laughs> so that's how Facts. it the, the issues of hopping online first. <laughs> You're not that good. Let's talk about it. You're not that good. <laughs> You're not that good, and I fucked your mom. And I fucked your mom, and I'm seven. Your life is over. You're not shit. So last week, I, I made the, the firm declaration that we were going to cut out the Scorsese versus Stark uh, conversation, but mm-hmm. Cam, I think it was, brought up like, well, what if we just had a quick answer to it? And I think it's still good. Yeah. So would you call this more mindless entertainment, more Scorsese, more Stark art? Where would you say this falls on? Uh, I'm going to go with more Scorsese. Really? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, mm-hmm. Just because uh, of the chess comparison and all the like things that actually do go into it. It's not just like just clicking buttons. It's like mm-hmm. you have to memorize so much. Uh, three different versions of a character. If you want to yeah. play more than one character, you got to memorize that character. You got to know like what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's a lot of like thought and memorization behind it. And you really got to like know what you're doing. But yeah, it's the kind of game where it's like deceptively simple, yeah. but it's actually crazy. It deep. looks simple, but Absolutely. like once you start playing it, it's like, oh shit, there's Absolutely. more to it than I thought yeah. there was. It's yeah. thinking five moves ahead. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And knowing the, the outcomes before, like you said, five moves ahead, but knowing what triggers what. And I'm a big fan of actually like and and, and not just and just to say just to say fighting games, but any contact where it's that way. Anybody knows me, I'm a fan of UFC fighting or whatever, the contact sports or whatever. It's it's really chess with physicality. Yeah. You got to be physical mm-hmm. about it, but you got to know what you're doing, why you're doing it, and when you're doing it. And it's like to the naked and untrained eye, I love everybody say, "How did that happen?" Or what the f-? you know? Mm-hmm. I like to see it. And then for those who see it and can see it in slow mo, just like if you break down into details, anything, they're like, "Yo, he was gonna beat you from the jump." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you messed up when you 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 ran up on him. You know, so it's like. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Chess is definitely a part of it. And I think uh, over, like any other game, man, like you give it time, you're going to get good at it, you're going to figure out the ins and outs. Yeah, MKX definitely brought it. Every every accolade that it gave, every accolade that it gave just now, as a fan, I feel like, as a fan and a player, as a player, it deserved it. Yeah, we deserve it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so it's time for a game. So this is a game that has a lot to do with Mortal Kombat, so I thought Eli would be a little bit unfairly advantaged in it. <laughs> 
So we're going to have five questions for each of our players, which is going to be Jose and Eli. Okay. But y'all are, uh, Jose's going to have a Mortal Kombat focused game. You're going to have something a little different. Okay. So for Jose, your game is, is this a Mortal Kombat character or a German car? Mm. I thought you might be able to tell what was a Mortal Kombat character or a German car. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have a game, Eli, that's a little more about something that Jose knows a bit about, which is, are these quotes that are uh, Bad Bunny lyrics? <laughs> or are they captions from Jose's Instagram? should be good. Oh, gosh. Okay. All right, so we're going to alternate. <laughs> I also don't know how well you know Bad Bunny. So I, dabble, I dabble, I dabble, I dabble in Bad Bunny. Will, you're killing me. I dabble in Bad Bunny. All right, so we're going to start off with Jose. Jose, Bora, B-O-R-A. Is that a Mortal Kombat character or is that a German car? German car. It is. It is a Volkswagen. Very Good nice. Job. Very nice. All right, <laughs> Eli. I'm not. And by the way, anything that was in Spanish was translated, whether it was Perfect. Jose's or Bad Bunny's. Perfect. I'm not yours or anyone's. I'm just me. <laughs> Jesus. Um, that was Bad Bunny. That's Bad Bunny. That's Bad Bunny. <laughs> Super. No, that's not Jose. Solo de mi. That was the Bad Bunny yeah, song. Right. Solo de mi. All right, back to Jose. Kintaro. K-I-N-T-A-R-O. Mortal Kombat or car? Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat 2. Very nice. Kintaro. All right. Back to Eli. Magic Mike who? Link in my bio. Y'all know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) That's bad buddy, bro. (laughs) If that's Jose, let's talk about it, all right? Just tell me. Nobody. You're laughing. (laughs) Jose, do you want to tell him? It's Mike. <laughs> that is a Jose original. I know it sounds like a <laughs> Grammy winning bar. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here for you guys All listening. Right. I'm looking at the picture that says it. He's at the premiere. <laughs> he's, he's lifting up his shirt, showing his six pack. It's hair. He said six pack. It's hair. Hair hiding a six pack. It's a very nice picture. I'm not gonna lie to you, but I didn't expect Jose to pull off the magic bike. Who? Fuck. All right. All right. All right. So oh, Jose. You know what? That means I'm. I gotta look out for Jose. <laughs> Jose no, no. starting his OnlyFans. <laughs> Keep in mind the link in the bio is my short film. <laughs> click click the, the, the link tree in his bio. <laughs> Girls are calling OnlyFans their short film now. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking content creator. All right, well, fucking Jose pulling ahead. All right, Jose, Kronika, K-R-O-N-I-K-A. German car or Mortal Kombat character? It sounds like a character, but I'm going to go with a German car. All right, that is a Mortal Kombat character from Mortal Kombat 11. Queen of the time. Uh, Back to you, Eli. B-A-B-Y, baby. B-A-B-Y, baby. B-A-B-Y? Yeah, capital B dash A, spelling out baby, and then the word baby. B-A-B-Y, baby. I'm going to give it the bad. I'm going to give it the bad bunny over time. That's another Jose original. Get the fuck out of here. Okay. But you, you, you got to say it right there. Like, B-A-B-Y, baby. <laughs> well, and you got the reference photo, which is <laughs> yours truly. <laughs> right, I went right, as baby right. driver. Oh, that's what you were doing. That's funny. That's funny. Baby that's funny. That's a good one. I ain't gonna lie. That's a good one. I like that. I like that. All right, Jose, it's yours to lose. Uh, Metris. M-E-T-R-I-S. Metris? Mm-hmm. That's a car. 
That is a car. That, that is, is a Mercedes. Mm-hmm. Very nice. All right, Jose's at three. Eli's at one. All right, you're not a babysita. You're a babysota. Uh... <laughs> no, I can't turn my way, bro. <laughs> All right, say it again. You're not a babysita. You're a babysota. It's so, it's just Friquitona, so... ma. Se te nota. <laughs> That's Bad Bunny. That's Bad Bunny. Very That's nice. What's up with Mia? Me Porto. Oh, actually, you want to say? Uh, which Me Porto Bonito. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> I can see him Very saying nice. that. I can see him saying <laughs> that. <laughs> All right, so oh. if Jose gets this wrong and Eli gets the next one right, they're going to tie it up. Okay. But Jose, oh, really? You have the chance to, to cinch it right now. <laughs> Macan. M-A-C-A-N. Macan? Mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat. That is a Porsche. Macan. All right. Shao Kahn. <laughs> it's definitely more to come about. Uh, I did not come up with a tiebreaker, so I hope you get this. Or I hope you don't get this, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you have the chance to tie it up, and then we'll come up with a tiebreaker on the fly. Okay. The final quote. I'm praying to God to repeat it again. That is Jose. That is Jose sitting on a That's Jose. You have a okay. lot of good moments. Asked- Let me tell you why, bro. And is that a love? Your life is awesome. You have a lot of good <laughs> moments, bro. And I know that's a picture. You look like bad on that. He looks like bad buddy. It's I know you guys can see. Can I, can I, can I say getting... something? Okay, I asked Richard if this is a correct translation. Is it a right translation? <laughs> uh, let me tell you something. That's actually a lyrics to a different artist song. Oh my uh, god, that was a bad uh, buddy song. Close. No, no, no. That was close. The as prestige. Fuck. <laughs> Would I win or lose that question if it was a quote from Bad Bunny? <laughs> I don't. I think it's good. Mm. I don't know. I think I we just am. have to end the podcast right there. <laughs> I take that fucking draw. Yeah, yeah, photo cred to E. Eric should, took the photo. Now, that was giving bad money vibes. That's ironic. Uh, shit. Eric, can you think of a tiebreaker? Wait, are we tied? They're, y'all are at 3-3. Three, three. Yeah. It's tied. It's tied. Okay, we're going to we're gonna take a quick pause and think of a tiebreaker, and we're going to be right back. Nice. You killed me, Will. All right, we're back. We came up with a game. So, or this is a tiebreaker. So, they're at 3-3. Three, three. This is going to give a little bit of an advantage to Eli. But it's going to be multiple uh, options, and I'm going to let Jose pick first so that it gives him a little bit of a chance. Who defeats Goro in the first Mortal Kombat film? Art Lean, Sonya, Johnny Cage, or Liu Kang? Can I comment? Can I comment? Okay. Jose, you got this. (laughs) I'm going to go with Liu. Liu Kang? Yeah. Okay, and then I'm going to let Eli guess. It's Johnny Cage. It is Johnny Cage. It's Johnny Cage. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I was guessing on. You know, I was hoping on. I was hoping you was like thought back to who you played with tonight. I remember that scene pretty vividly. The nut, so. the nut punch, my G, <laughs> was known around the world, bro. If it were next time, we'll get a Bad Bunny tiebreaker. To make it a little easier. <laughs> sure. Uh, I think spiritually that was a tie though. That was absolutely really absolutely. good. Really good show out, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. funny. That's absolutely. Uh, all right. Well, uh, to wrap things up, so this game, the story mode, at least takes about five point five hours to beat five and a half. Uh, do you think you liked it enough to play the rest of the story, even though it's not really a story game? I'd play it again. Okay. I, I'd continue playing it for sure. Yeah, yeah. definitely a pick up a play. I feel yeah. like that's how you felt about SSX Tricky. 100%. Mm-hmm. Kind yeah. of the same vibe. Yeah. Uh, also, really quick, before we get to the ranking, I just want to read this uh, headline that somebody posted. They were pissed about Mortal Kombat 11. William Usher, unfortunately, shares the same first name as me. He posted this on Twitter. A character named Jade, who they added to the roster, he said... 
Mortal Kombat 11 adds Jade to the roster, who is fully covered up and lacking sex appeal. And then somebody called him out and said, uh, as a heads up, you know this game has a gear system where you can change the costumes, right? So whilst the default look might not be to your liking, there's bound to be one that is. And then he said, I mean, yeah, that's true. However, the verdict is still out on whether or not they add any sexy time gear pieces to the game. For the sake of boner culture... Hopefully the sexy outfits are still a viable option via the gear customization. <laughs> and immediately what? everyone on Twitter was like, what the fuck is boner culture? Boner culture. <laughs> and this was at the height of Gamergate. So was everybody just being like, dude, I need my games to be fucking porn. Bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. One, one game, Loki, and this is just on the fighting game genre that's known for that. It's definitely Dead or Alive. Really? Dead or Alive, they have a every character, which now Tekken does it, but every character has a swimsuit. I didn't know it. My mother did. Okay, so when she saw it, she was just like, ah. Okay, so are, am I tripping? And I'm like, what, Ma? You saying, did you see the combo? She's like, no. You know, damn that. Um, are her titties moving? Yeah, you know. But yeah, they added a, an, an additional swimsuit addition for Dead or Alive. So right. you guys never knew this. The character was fully clothed, but they added a... Swimsuit edition. Wow. So, uh, I guess boner culture is real. <laughs> Imagine being the programmer who has to work on a physics engine just for tits. Just for titties. Just are for the they boner moving? culture. They're not good. They're not good. They're, They're doing it good. for the are culture. those bees? We're not going to get any. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, another quote from this guy's article, which I, I couldn't find. It looks like he deleted it, but he said, As you can see, they gave her zombified skin tone and made sure that there is zero cleavage on display. Her boobs are duly shrunk. And not only does she have boob armor on, but she has an undersuit on underneath that. So you literally can't see anything. <laughs> Dude, Google boobs. <laughs> this, is, this is a basement person, for I, sure. Yeah. Like, If you're that starved, <laughs> God, don't go to Mortal Kombat for that. Facts. This person Ridiculous. has never gotten laid before. <laughs> never. Thanks. Uh, all right, so moving on to our ranking list, I'm going to pass this to you, Jose. Uh, currently, we've got Spore at number one, SSX Tricky at number four, then TMNT, Sonic 3 and Knuckles, Skate 3 at number seven, and then Metal Gear Solid at number nine. I want to know, where do you put Mortal Kombat X? And are you moving anything else around? I'm not moving anything else around. I, th right, I might move it around in the future, but right now I'm going to put it at number two. Hell yeah. All right. Yeah, so Mortal Kombat X going at number two. Fair enough. Spore undefeated right now at number one. That might change. All right. That fair enough. Um, so we've had uh, the the dulcet tones, the the deep baritone of a voice you might recognize from a Metal Gear Solid episode. We've had Eric White in the studio. Mm. Uh, and before we uh, ask Eli what he's playing, I want to know, Eric, what have you been playing lately? Boy. <laughs> I know what that means. <laughs> you already know God of War Ragnarok. Um, love it. I'm just a, kind of a lazy gamer in a way where it takes me months to beat a game nowadays. But I don't know. I think that just comes with age. Like, you know. You're a busy man. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, so far that. And then I plan on playing Horizon. Um What's the new one called? Oh, Forbidden uh, West. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I want to play uh, Forbidden West next after that. So I heard they had a. They're coming out with an LA like DLC where it's like you could see the Hollywood sign and it's mm -hmm. like it's all destroyed and everything. So that could be cool. But what about you, Eli? What are you playing right now? Oh wow. Okay, so um, it's a tie between, um, of course, Call of Duty. Now I really want to get into this just thoroughly because I know a lot of people are gonna be biased about it. But Modern Warfare Two. All right. Jesus, if you guys haven't played that game, I haven't yet. It's the true definition of a game that they put out that isn't finished. Really? 
And a lot of people feel like that. And it tends to happen when you have a good game and then you go to a bad one or one that at least the community considers bad. But after playing it for a decent amount of time, I can see why people like it. You just have to get into it. Um, it's the mechanics are different from previously, so I get it. But I'm I'm currently playing Modern Warfare 2. Uh, I enjoy it for what it is, which is a newer Call of Duty. But is it one of my top games? No. Yeah. I think I'm playing it right now currently to stay afloat when it comes to my aiming abilities as well as ranking up when it comes to camos for the guns. I'm more of a flashy kind of guy when it comes to shooting people. So yeah, I like <laughs> I like I like nice guns from gold to camos. So the grind is really there, so it's fun. And again, the ability to play online, I love it. So I'm playing that. Um, and then Undisputed. Undisputed oh, just dropped. Yeah, it's on Steam. It, it is a boxing game. It is unlike Fight Night, which stopped their series. Uh, Undisputed just came out. Um, I encourage everybody to get it. If you're a boxing fan, definitely get that game. Um, it's bringing new style to the mechanics of boxing, right? You get to play as if you were actually a character or if not a real human being that was a boxer at one point and play as if you were them. So if you, if let's just say, for example, Canelo Alvarez decides to back up, but he also wants to move and have head movement, this game really does take into to, 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 to real value how he moves as a person. So, um, it's really captivating. Of course, it's like any game that drops. It's going to have to be debugged. They're going to have some updates or whatever. But if you're a fan of boxing, just like I am, and you want to get into it, Undisputed is the way to go. Um, it really do. It really does contribute to the player when it comes to however you want to play, you can play. A good thing about what I look for in a game, too, to sum it up, is I don't care if we pick the same person. But if I know we can have a different play style and have a different outcome, that's what makes the game a game mm-hmm. when it comes to fighting. So totally. we don't need to do the same moves over and over again and see who's going to win. Let's see who can be more strategic and get the dub. So Undisputed, check it out. Uh, definitely play it. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Before we wrap up, uh, does anybody have any plugs, put-ons, anything that they want to shout out, working on, mm-hmm. anything they've been enjoying? Uh, let's that. see. I, to give you some time to think, I've uh, I found an Instagram account called My Very Old Toys, and I'm going to pass this around, but it's somebody who's just got a lot of retro uh gaming stuff they've got old like sega crt tvs uh old crash games and everything and it's just kind of footage and images of them playing with stuff so from the 80s and 90s That's so uh dope. and it's uh, it's very cool very niche but uh, i'd recommend i i want to uh put on genius uh i watched one of their videos recently my roommate showed it to me it's called the making of drake's passion fruit with uh nan rogues which is the the guy that made the beat for it and they go he goes like really into detail into like, Ooh, like what that. happened with like and how he made the beat and everything so. yeah i nice. love music breakdowns like yeah. that yeah, yeah. there's yeah. speaking of that there's a really good one with uh tame impala i think kevin parker's his name where he just talks about his favorite uh drum loops of all time and mm-hmm. it's it's a great it's a great watch mm-hmm. um yeah but you got like, anything else? for put-ons um actually you know what i do uh, i do have a put-on um if you are though this has a little to do with gaming um i will have parts in setting up a new pizza parlor so a friend of mine is a of course a business owner he's starting a pizza parlor Uh, it's going to be uh angel city pizza in los angeles um we're really contributing i say we because he wants me a part of it but he's going to be really contributing to the kids um and we're going to like he said before he wanted to basically um, bring you back to what it used to be, right? Be a monument for the city of Los Angeles and be somewhere where you don't have to pay a lot of money to eat. 
Mm-hmm. And not only that, but have a good time. So when you show up, you can, um, like I said, play the arcade, you know, play arcade video games. Uh, if you're young, good grades get you good food. You know what I mean? So it's, <laughs> a, it's, it's, it's a lot of value in it. But I really want to shout out the ideal of uh, and the fact that he wants to build it. And it will be building it at the end of February. That's um, fucking awesome. Angel City Pizza. My boy, Alan. So yeah. shout out to him. Yeah, we'll we'll put that information uh, in the show notes um, nice. where you can find Angel City Pizza. And, and yeah, definitely go support that. That's fucking awesome. What about you, Mr. White? Uh, cyber vibe. Me. I'm a big sci-fi slash cyberpunk uh, person. So it's an um, Instagram page. It shows a lot of like uh, artsy, like cyberpunk style pictures and stuff like that. So Ooh, cyber vibe. I love some. Oh, yeah. This is like a cyberpunk or Edge Runners, the Netflix show kind of vibe. I like that a lot. Nice. Yes. I'm speaking of going back to the pizza parlor thing. I'm I'm sure this is a thing somewhere, but I had an idea with my friend in high school in Mandeville, Louisiana. There's no pizza by the slice places. Not only does there need to be more pizza by the slice places like there is in New York and L.A., we need more. I'm sure there is some. But a drive through pizza by the slice. Why doesn't that exist? That's such a good idea. I'm sure it's out there somewhere, but yeah. Uh, if, if anybody's listening, don't start that. I'm going to start it sometime. <laughs> you're patting that. I'm not going to speak too much on it, but it makes a lot of sense to do it that way. You got to consider the fact that you never make a pizza by slice. If you make them whole, you know, you pull up. You, well, I made a whole pizza, but you're pulling up for two slices, but he's pulling up for three. My mm. effort was in one pizza. Yeah. And uh. they made Taco Bell open tacos with cheese and beef falling everywhere drive through we can do a pizza yeah. i was gonna say let me let me Our correct you taco bell does have pizza mexican pizza the mexican pizza <laughs> in the drive through no, so you know it's so funny because i literally Genuine just Italian. it is not the same i literally just tried uh the mexican pizza for the first time well, how'd you, how'd you like it? I, I liked it yeah, yeah, yeah it's good it. yeah, i was yeah. like damn no wonder why people are going crazy over this yeah. thing yeah no it's it's really good but yeah like a new york slice or something in mm-hmm. the drive-thru it's it's gonna happen i'm gonna i'm gonna bleep this all this out so that nobody steals it um, <laughs> Hell yeah. uh but other than that uh, i think i've all heard all i need to hear and uh, we'll catch you next time thanks y'all